Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to King an Hour. I'm Nick Bright. Obviously, he's Marcus Bronzy. Hey, and this is the show where we talk about tech like no one else really does. Uh, we used a bunch of sources for today's episode, but I learned a lot from Mitchell Clark from The Verge for this. Thanks, Mitchell. Also, Cointelegraph, Mike.com and Unilad. Nick, I hope you're excited because today, me and you, we're going to climb up the mountain and conquer this thing called NFTs. Non-fungible right, okay. tokens. I'm... Um... Um, I am, believe it or not, I am actually quite interested in this, but only because I see people talking about this stuff online. I see people chatting about NFT. You know, when I, when I first started seeing it, I thought it was a typo because like they, they, over here, over in the UK and in the urban music scene, there was a thing called Not For The Radio. And that was always like NFTR. And it was like rappers being interviewed, like, and it was like explicit interviews that obviously aren't for the radio. So I thought, People talking about NFTRs, thinking like, oh, not for the radio, but why are they spilling it? And then I was like, NFT, what the hell is this? And I Googled it and it stands for non-fungible token or something like that, right? That's right. It's and, my mission and, today and, to make it make sense to you, Nick. I was just like, what is this? And then the next thing I know, I'm seeing people selling like just random shit for millions using an nft and i'm like firstly right before we get into it why the hell do people feel the need to own something that they can just view bare times nick nick i think we'll get we'll get to that i promise you before you get worked up and angry i feel the rage coming through the microphone yeah just because it's it's like it's just a lot like you know (laughs) we'll get to it nick I promise all right, you. All right, all right, right. I'll calm down. I'll it's, fall back. It's my mission today to make NFTs make sense to you, right? Now, before we jump into NFTs, though, Nick, I wanted to let you know what led us down this path. And it is a story that broke a little while back when a new NFT company got a lot of press by accident. Waves were made across the NFT and crypto world because NFT and crypto are connected, which you'll know by the end of this episode, when a new NFT company hit the scene and they were called nonce finance i've heard i've seen this i've seen this um trending on social media mate (laughs) these guys these guys i mean i don't know if nonce means the same thing in other parts of the world but these guys needed to do just a little bit of research you know like normally when you come up with a new name for your company Yeah. yeah You like bang it in Google, ain't it? When yeah. you're coming up with names, you like bang it in Google, yep. see what's out there, see what's good. Surely when they put nonce into Google, like the only thing that's coming up is kiddie fiddlers. 
like pure nonces. Why they didn't go, yeah, we should rethink this name, you know, unless they really are all nonces and they just wanted everybody to know and they're just brazen about it. I don't know. Hit the Google search history for the person, if they were going to search it, would have been really weird. They would have been like nonce.com, <laughs> nonce.co.uk, nonce.org. <laughs> you know, at Twitter, you know, hashtag nonce, at nonce. Clearly they didn't do that. Whenever I, whenever I hear the word nonce, it just reminds me of, um, well, lots of things, lots of like nonces, but it reminds me of, um, there's a, there's a football player called Adam Johnson. Did mm-hmm. you remember, did you hear about this? The one he got, he got done for kind of, uh, which is mad cause he's a football player and you know, you know, like football players can chat up any legal girls they want really. You, feel you know like, what I mean? You feel like if they, they'd never be short of people that admire them and would what I'm saying, eagerly right? take but, them home. But this guy decided, nah, I, I don't want a, a, a woman my age. I'm going to basically, he got done for grooming as well. So that's how you know it's bad. Like yeah. this isn't an episode about nonsense, by the way. I'm just going off on a tangent to tell you the story. But obviously because it's football and English football fans are just banter, banter, banter. Um, obviously a chant started and it was, Cheer up, Adam Johnson. He's getting done for nonsense. He's a pedophile. That's what they were all singing. So it just reminds me of that. Yeah. Just thought I'd let everybody know. So in case you haven't realised, just to be super clear, over here in the UK, nonce means you're a pedophile. Nonce Finance said, you know what? Fuck it. We're nonce finance. That's what we're going to call ourselves. <laughs> they were like, press is press, baby. <laughs> Fucking hell. Nonce finance, you know. These guys are taking the piss. We'll get into <laughs> this in a sec, but they literally were like, oh my gosh, we're getting loads of press at the Telegraph UK and finance. Are they just, I felt like they knew, but they didn't care. Because like you said, press is press. They were ranking. Right. So the reason they call themselves nonce finance, Nick, is because NFTs, they're part of the Ethereum blockchain, which is a type of cryptocurrency. Wait there, Nick. Don't stay here, bruv. Stay there. I've heard about this. I've heard about this because I've I've semi-researched crypto. Remember a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago when everybody thought they was getting rich off of crypto? (laughs) I did a bit of research and I was like, yeah, this is a bit too deep for me. But, you know, so I know a few things. I love the fact Nick was like, loads of people making money. So I had to check in and see what's going on. (laughs) Listen, it sounded too good to be true. You know what they say about things that sound too good to be true. So I was like, you know what? I'm not dipping my toe in this. (laughs) All right. Okay. So when you're using blockchain, there's an arbitrary number that can be used once in cryptographic communication. And that number is called a nonce number. So you can imagine <laughs> so, so you can imagine the guys over in the States thought that this was a cracking name, you know. Fucking hell. <laughs> like, oh my god, so you know, nonce is part of cryptographic communication. So we're we're nonces, baby. Let's get them on t-shirts, let's get capital letters front and back. For the company, can you just imagine? In my head, I imagine like like a like a Wolf of Wall Street style floor in America somewhere, and they're they're just shouting out, "Has anybody got the nonce number? I need the nonce number!" Oh my god, where's a nonce when you need one? If if a a Brit walked in there, they would just be like, "What the fuck is going on?" (laughs) They'd walk in and they'd do the whole kind of like walking. Okay, I'm good here. Walk right out again. So, yes, when it hit the internet, everyone over at Nonce Finance were made aware that in the UK, Nonce is another name for a paedophile. The flipping memes were sensational, right? We could go on all day, so I just picked out a couple. Nick, please take it away. Here's here's a couple of tweets that were talking about Nonce Finance. Nonce Finance, where your investment never reaches maturity. 
I mean, it's good. It's a good it's one. Good. It's a good one. Someone else also said that company naming themselves Nonce Finance has reminded me of the time a Scandinavian stationery company called Locum chose this as their logo. Uh, and the logo, <laughs> the logo is uh, set on a blue background uh, with white text. And the the O in locum, so locum is spelled L-O-C-U-M. The O in locum has been substituted for a heart in this logo. And the L that they're using is a lowercase L. So it simply looks like I heart come. And they've even put a full stop on there just to like, just to like really ram it home. You know what I mean? It's I love come that's what it's like the full stops make makes it hard isn't it because i think without the full stop it'd be like i love come but with the full stop it's like i love come the full stop is like there's no questions asked i fucking love come don't even try to ask me any questions about this shit because i am all about the come it's like a really short tinder bio isn't it I mean, or grinder bio, innit? Yeah, that's it. They'd like, probably be getting a lot of swipes right if that was the case, you know, from thirsty geezers. Like, yeah, nah, fucking hell, she loves cum. Oh, I got loads of it. You know what I mean? Anyway, right. So, Nonce Finance is not only real, still existing and still called Nonce Finance, but it specializes in NFTs, effectively buying the rights to images. Anyway, time Did they buy the rights to that I love cum image because that's a good one. You know, it's a good I mean, NFT to buy. Actually, it could be an NFT, <laughs> as I'm sure you're about to find out. Anyway, time for your crash course in NFTs, Nick. You Ready. hit me with the questions, and I'll answer them. All right, bro? all right, okay, all right. My first question then is quite a simple one: What the fuck is an NFT, and what? Well, I, I know what it stands for, but we'll do it again. We'll do it again because we kind of did it. We're, we're doing an idiot's guide here. So, Marcus, yeah. what is an NFT? It's a non-fungible token. It sounds like something that grows out the bottom of trees, yeah. to be honest. It sounds like something that you, you might have if, if you wear your socks, your gym socks for too long. What you got? What you got what's that smell, Barbara? I've got a non-fungible token, mate. Sorry. Okay, I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got a cream fungible token. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right, okay. That's, that's, that's all good, right? Non-fungible token, cool. But it still sounds like a load of words jammed okay. together. So what the fuck is that? Okay, so in essence, it means that it's something that's unique and can't be replaced with something else. So if you had a pet cat called Poppy, a cute little cat with a little bell on it, you know, oh, hello, Poppy. Good cat, yeah. And the cat was sitting one day on a 10th floor windowsill at my flat, or your flat even, Nick, and uh, my elbow knocked it out the window and the cat, you know, it didn't make it. It was cat pizza. Well, I couldn't just get any other cat because your cat is non-fungible. It's unique, right? Uh, however, if you left a tenner on your windowsill when I was hoovering and knocked it out the window or more realistically nicked it and put it in my pocket, I could just put another one right there because that's fungible, right? Mm. Right? Mm. No? <laughs> it's like another all right, another mm. non-fungible thing. Uh, well, hang on, wait, 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 wait. There's holes in your story. <laughs> okay, here. all right, all right, go on, go on. Because yes, I understand the, the, the concept <laughs> of what you're saying. Your cat is technically one of a kind. But yes. each individual £10 note is also one of a kind. Yes, there are other ones which yeah. are very similar and look yeah. pretty much exactly the same and have the same monetary value. But each yeah. £10 note has a different serial number on it. So, Perfect you know, if, we've, if, we, if, if we're like drilling down deep here, but I know what you're saying. But I'm just causing problems you know for what, your Nick, analogy. You actually used a really good set of words there. You said value, same value. And that is it. I would presume... 
that your pet cat Poppy, you'd have memories with Poppy. You know, the day that Poppy first had a little bit of catnip and basically you got her a little bit high. The first time Poppy brought a little present home that was a half dead mouse. All of those joyous memories that you have with your cat, you wouldn't have with a brand new kitten. Might be cute, but it wouldn't be the same if I got you another cat. It wouldn't be the same. Whereas that tenor, you might be like, oh, well, you know, it was a, it was in good shape. Maybe if I put a rough £10 note there in, in place, you'd be like, that's not the same. However, like you said, Nick, the value would be exactly the same. So right. other like, non-fungible things like concert tickets, because I might have a ticket for the next, uh, well, Kanye West is about to drop an album, next Kanye West tour for his new album, right? Right. But my ticket might be in the nosebleeds and yours is front row. So even though they look the same, they're worth, they have a different value and they're only, val- uh, they're only uh, used on one day for one show at one time. So you can swap tickets over, but they all have a different value, don't they? Because there's only one ticket per seat. So that's non-fungible. Yes. Uh, yeah. Houses are non-fungible. Uh, yeah, those are, those are some non-fungible things. Right. right okay. Cool. Okay. I, 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 think that, I think that makes sense. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. So my next question though is, how do NFTs work then? At a very high level, most NFTs are part of the Ethereum blockchain, like I said. So Ethereum is a cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, which I used to call Dogecoin because I'm not, I'm not that savvy. I, used to, uh, I still thought it was Dogecoin until now. People call it Doge. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, really? Why. I, I, I don't know. Why. I'm, I'm, I'm just that's why I've been hearing, hearing it being called. Uh, but its blockchain also supports these NFTs. So basically, they put a little bit of extra information. In the NF- because Bitcoin, if I have give you, if you give me a Bitcoin and I give you a Bitcoin back, they're fungible, aren't they? Because they're the same. But what they do with uh, these Ethereum cryptocurrency uh, blockchains, where they make them into NFTs, is they store a little bit of extra information that makes them work differently and makes them unique and non-fungible. Right. Right. That's it. Just they're just like a bit of Bitcoin, but a bit different. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. So. What is it made? Is it is it actually a physical thing? What's it made of? No, man, I just told you it's made out of the blockchain. It's made out of the, the blockchain for cryptocurrency. Right. Okay. Blockchain. It's just starting, <laughs> so I'm starting to get. It's just starting to get like a lot. You know. I'm, I'm just hoping the listeners are, are following along better than okay. I am. So, so, like, say I took. Let's use your tenor for example. Say I took a tenor, yes. uh, that tenor that you have, and you said it has a specific barcode on it. Right. Say, um, I don't know, I put a signature for it or, or, or I attached your tenor to a fancy piece of art. That makes it non-fungible now because your tenor is different because it's attached to a piece of art. Right. Right. So yeah. they're made out of digital stuff, basically, though. Yeah. OK. OK. OK, cool. OK. So, so all right, then let's forget the nuts and bolts of an NFT. Right. What can I buy with it? Anything digital. Images, video, audio. I mean, this podcast right here could be sold as an NFT. Hey, get in touch. Nice. There's people selling it for millions, man. We we could be rich. <laughs> I'm seeing people selling NFT, like selling stuff as an NFT for literally millions. Yes. Who wants to buy the podcast? There we it's go. It's all yours. There we go. Well, what got the most hype in early 2021 was art. A lot of art was being sold for very high prices. And art is the perfect example. Because like, for example, you had a 50 second video by Beeple, which sold for over $6.5 million. They also made a picture which ended up selling for $69 million to Vinesh Sundarezan, who was a, he's a crypto billionaire. So he just threw a nice little cool $69 million at it. <laughs> Sorry for absolutely ruining his name as well, but we move on. Um, yeah, I've seen... Um funny tummy actually an artist over here in the uk he's now selling a lot of his art mm-hmm. 
um, as NFTs, isn't he? I think he's doing quite well out of it, to be honest with you. Um, but what about a list of other things? There must be other things. The, the internet is a wonderful place. You know, people <laughs> people just decide to... But I assume people will be selling their virginity for an uh, as an NFT or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> not quite yet there, but um, let's not throw it's anything coming, out of the window because... I found a few funky ones. So someone paid over $400 for a 52-minute recording of farts. Um, where, I bet that was shit. Wee. Wee. When COVID-19 lockdown began in March 2020, Brooklyn filmmaker Alex Ramirez Mellis and his four friends started sending audio recordings of their farts to one another in a WhatsApp group chat. One year this later. is what really goes down. Sorry to butt in. This is what really goes down in 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 men's group chats. By the way, yeah. girls, you know, like when you know when ladies think that men are just talking about other girls and stuff in the group chat. Now they're just sending each other recordings of farts. Oh, literally, like I you know it's not. You might think that guys are like yeah, tits, breast, pussy, ass, yeah, yeah. Really, it's like oh, lads, I just took a mad shit. Yeah. Anyone want to see it? No, no, it's please like, don't, bruv. We'll kick you out of the group. And then, you know, the next message pops in. Whoop. <laughs> Everyone goes, ah, Boys, I had a curry last night and, yeah. you know, my shit's green. Have a look at this. Yeah. You know Whoa. what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. That's, that's how we get down in the group chat, girls. Not like you lot. <laughs> you lot actually do talk about boys and shit. <laughs> actually have real conversations and we're just yeah. out here putting out each other's insides in the bottom of and, toilet bowls. And jokes that can get us all sacked from our jobs. <laughs> you know, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Why? <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like Ramirez is. Uh, it sounds like his group was like that. But one year later, he auctioned 52 minutes of his audio flatulence as an NFT. He also sells, by the way, if you haven't got the full $400, he also sells single ones as well. He does singles, you know, uh, like the shop, like the corner shop that sells single cigarettes. Um, he does that as well. Fart 420 sold. Fart number 420 sold for about 90 pounds, 90 dollars even. There you go. So, yeah, less than £90. God, stop overvaluing these farts, Marcus. <laughs> Sorry, bro. God. Um, no, who... Who... Like, you don't... Like, listen, I get that rich people love spending their money on, on a load of old she crap. Thinks, you know, yeah. I do understand that, right? And 90, $90 isn't... Like, me and you could afford $90 if we wanted to, and we're not rich. <laughs> but, like... I'm not sitting here going, oh, oh, do you know what I really want? I want to buy the sound of someone's, the sound of air passing out of somebody's ass crack for $90. Also, like, they would have browsed. They would have been like, played one. Nah, that's a bit, bit wet, that one. Let's play that one. Oh, mm, mm, nah, a bit bassy. Oh, that's tight. That one's tight. Oh, I'm having that. 420? Yeah, please. Not. Yeah, 90, 90 bucks? Yeah, that's a bargain. I love that. That's definitely what they were like. They shopped for farts. Can you imagine Honestly. that? You're, imagine that. If you walk into the uh, the room and, and your other half suddenly closes their laptop and you hear a farting noise, it's because they're shopping for fart NFTs. That's why. Uh, anyway, It's just <laughs> mental, mate. The internet is a scary place. It is indeed. But it, here's, a, here's a quite a cool one. One of the first ever tweets that Jack Dorsey, the founder or the co-founder and CEO of Twitter, he tweeted the words, just setting up my Twitter, which is T-W-T-T-R. Each of those words is worth over $580,000 because he sold the NFT for $2.9 million. This is what I'm on about. You know, if someone wants to come in and buy the first ever episode episode of How to Kill an Hour... Yeah, I probably I probably wasn't even involved in that episode because that, that was probably the early days. But I'm like I'm out here like pitching it. Yeah, sell it, sell it, Marcus. Should we do? We'll do. Maybe we could sell this episode that talks about NFTs as an NFT. That would be really. They, meta. they don't want this one though. This is like once you get up 
in the numbers. Yeah. It's not rare. It's like comic books. You know what I mean? People want that first edition Spider-Man episode one. You okay, know what I mean? All, all right. of that. All right, Wicked. We'll have that one then. Right. So there's a few other weird things out there. No, 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 Hey, wait, 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 wait. Whilst you, whilst you were talking, I just found that Beeple image and downloaded it. And I also screenshotted that tweet as well. So like you're talking about people buying these things for like big money. Was it $2.9 million? Yeah. I got it for nothing, baby. You know what I mean? Plus, can I resell that now? Like how, what's going on? No, 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 no. This is where like people get a bit funny about this. Uh, by the way, I stole that joke from The Verge because it was a good one. Full credit to them. Yeah, right. Uh, this is where it gets a bit mad. When you buy an NFT, you buy the ownership of the work, but the artist can still retain the copyright and reproduction rights. Right? Hold oh, so. So hang on, someone spent $2.9 million and they don't even own the whole thing. They, they buy the ownership of the work, but. The artist Bro, if I'm spending $2.9 million, I want to do what the fuck I want with this thing without anybody telling me anything about it. Are you mad? $2.9 million and then old Jack can just come in and fucking still like say shit about it. It's kind of, it's, it's not like that. It's like, it's like the bank, it's like Banksy prints, right? Anyone can buy a print by Banksy, but only one person can own the original print. Like whoever owns the original one can appreciate the canvas or the bit of wall it was painted onto. While the other person has, you know, a copy. Because one's the real thing, one's the actual physical object, and the other is just kind of a copy. Yeah, but one of them cost you fucking $100 million, and the other one cost you tenner down Camden Market. Exactly. But in the, the thing is, in the digital world, right. surely, like copies are just as good as the originals like you know, like i just said camden market i've seen bare prints of famous photos and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah, it's cool yeah. like and yeah. you can go on you can go on the internet and get you know copies of famous artwork as well for, for very cheap and it looks cool it looks fine so surely an nft is just for a show off, just for people to go, oh, look at me, I, I bought this for this much. It's for people who have got more money than sense. Yeah, I mean, well, kind of, you know what, right? You, you're right, Nick. It's kind of weird. It has this kind of obnoxious kind of rich people vibe about it. But there's also something nicer about NFTs. There's a positive aspect, which I'll throw to you, which I think you're, as somebody who's worked in radio and seen the music scene, you might think that this is quite a nice angle. Artists can now sell bits of their work as NFTs. Like you said, funny tummy. A uh, UK artist has now found a new revenue stream and you said he might be doing quite well. Audiences can now support their fave artists by buying them NFTs as well. Uh, also there and will be collectors who buy and trade art in the future. So hopefully those prices and values can go up. Uh, you can also uh, sell a few of the same NFT as well. So Banksy could sell uh, uh, or, or Funny Tummy could sell six prints or six, N six parts, six NFTs for a piece of art. Hold on, no. There's, an, there's there's more confusion. I don't know if I'm just being really dumb here and people are just like screaming at their, well, you're not watching this, but you know what I mean? Just screaming out loud whilst listening. I thought you said that NFTs were unique and non-fungible. Yes, they are. However, just like Pokemon cards or limited edition t-shirt prints, you can also have a few of the same NFTs floating around, like 10 NFTs of one piece of art. 
Like, all right, here's a good example. There were 25,000 non-fungible token trading cards featuring William Shatner from Star Trek on the blockchain called Wax. So some of of the cards had scenes that included Shatner's headshots, characters from his early acting days, and there were also more personal moments in there, like him hugging Spock, aka, aka Leonard Nimoy, and even an X-ray of William Shatner's teeth. So what they did is they actually sold 10,000 packs of NFT trading cards, uh, and they all sold out in nine minutes. So collectors can now buy, sell, and trade a bunch of these trading cards amongst themselves. So that like, kind of when they put out around the Pokemon cards. There could be a few shinies out there that are the same, a few, a few Raichus and a few uh, Pikachus that are the same, but they're still unique yeah. to a degree. I get that. You right? know, if, if you had a shiny Charizard, it's worth loads. Remember so that. just like in, you know, sick art heist movies, <laughs> not, 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 that I'm, not that I'm getting any ideas now or anything, but, you know, right. can, can we steal some NFTs and somehow, you know? Listen, bro. Um you got to be good at stealing cryptocurrency. I'm not, but people have had their cryptocurrency stolen before. So well, I can't see why there wouldn't be a, a kind of NFT heist in the future. Who knows? Oh, all right. Well, well, what about like, what about like I'm walking down the road and, and like I see someone's dropped an NFT on the floor. So like, can you lose it? <laughs> <laughs> well, te- well, technically you could lose the password. They could drop a bit of paper, which has the password to their crypto wallet which means bye-bye to the coins. If it's like, this is the login and this is the details. Um, and to be fair, if we can speak it, Nick, it can happen. I wouldn't be surprised if some guy walking down the street drops his real life wallet, which has his password and his login to his crypto wallet, and he loses all of his coins or his NFTs as well. There you go. So you, there'll never be, there'll never really be a moment though, like when you find when you find money on the floor. That's such a good feeling, isn't it? You know, you're walking down the street and then you just find dough on the floor. Like, and I'm talking like notes here. I'm not talking like, coins even coins is quite nice though to be fair like if you find like a nice shiny two pound coin but yeah not like a, a shitty one pence with like a rat yeah. shit on it but like a nice yeah. two pound coin oh i love it. i love finding the fiver in the back of your pants back of your trousers i love that it's I great love that it's it hasn't fantastic. happened to me for a while because like we're just leaning more and more into a cashless society but that's mm. that's a that's a that's a different debate but like i remember when i was younger i got I got some money for my birthday or something. And then like in my brother, I used to share a room with my brother. And then I moved out of that room into my own room. It's when I was younger. And uh, I went into the wardrobe. It must've been about two years later. I went into the wardrobe in my brother's room now. And I went into, I had like a blazer in the, in the cup. I think it was like an old school blazer or something. I went in, I went into the pocket, the inside pocket, 30 quid baby, which when you're, when you're kind of a teenager, like early teenager, 30 quid is like 30 grand. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I found that 30 quid. Yeah. And I was dining out. It's, it's mad when you think back to when you was a kid, like my dad would give me like a tenner and I could make it last like all week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas now you go out, you buy a Starbucks. Yeah. That's it. you got a quid left. You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Honestly. Exactly. Back in my day. But the thing is, is the, the worst thing about, age and things like that is you don't even you don't even really realize them happening the first yeah. thing that most of us normally get is a phone contract in it that's yeah. the first kind of like actual bill that most of us mm. get and then before you know it you got bear bills and it's like <laughs> what's going on how did this happen a hundred percent but anyway nick back to the point yeah. sorry getting distracted as always do you feel like you know what an nft is I feel, I feel like it's still quite confusing. Don't get me wrong, but I f- this kind of world is always going to be very confusing unless you're 100% in it. Okay. Yeah? But 
I do understand the premise of it a lot better now. Uh, and I think this idiot's guide is going to help a lot of people because it just needs explaining. Because I kind of feel like they came out of nowhere in terms of like, you know, like earlier I referenced the crypto boom where like everybody was acting like they could become millionaires from from crypto um and i think it's because of the pandemic like what happened was it, it was stocks and shares at first wasn't it everybody mm-hmm. was downloading trading 212 and then crypto kind of came out of nowhere i saw bare people talking about crypto and then nft just went bang and I, and I was like what is going on so yeah i mean this is this has definitely helped essentially what you can do is if We'll mention him again because he's he's cool, and I know I know he used to listen to the pod. Don't know if he listens to it anymore. But if you're listening, let us know, funny tummy. Yeah, yeah there funny you go. T- essentially, f- funny tummy can draw a nice piece of art and then go right. I'm gonna sell six of these as NFTs. Get involved, and yeah. then six people can buy them, and they 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 don't they don't they basically own it, but they don't own it. <laughs> they own that nft yeah yeah it is it's a different way of selling stuff and and you know do you know what could be weird as well he could be like as a free gift when you buy the nfc i'll send you a print and then that's super confusing (laughs) listen we we, 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 let's not get into that now because my brain is already like a little bit scrambled so how do you feel about nfts then What, what are your thoughts on it well, I feel a little bit better than at the beginning of the episode because I just launched into a rant straight away before you'd even had the opportunity to talk about it in any way. But it, it is it is still quite confusing. But I don't know. I don't know whether that's because unless you're tech savvy, this is just an area of the world that you're just not really going to get into. Um, but equally, I guess that's like anything. You know, you think back to our parents and... Mm you know, the internet and iPhones and blah, 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 you know, like it's like anything, you know, it's just a new tech, a new way of doing things that really we're, we're going to have to embrace or you get left behind, then it evolve or be extinct as they say. So after this, I'm probably, I'm probably going to get on the internet and do bare research about, um, NFTs because I don't want to be one of those guys that's like, what's all this then? I just want to pay with my money, my physical money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Angrily waving a ten pound note yeah. <laughs> at a card machine, trying to, well, why can't I rub it against it and the money goes in? Why not? Hey, back in my day. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, Nick. What's gonna What's gonna happen in strip clubs and stuff though? You know, in the future. I'm not um, buying an NFT of a fucking strip. That fuck that yeah, off. That's what I mean. You're meant to like make it rain with one dollar bills. Um, but instead, what are people going to be going like, babe, shake it, shake it, shake it. I'll promise I'll do some <laughs> NFTs in a bit. Like it's not the same. I'll give you know, you a Bitcoin. I'll give you also, a Bitcoin Americans, you don't know how good you've got it that you've still got like a one dollar note. Yeah, because like over here, if you go, I've never been to a strip club in the UK, believe it or not. But like, if you go to the strip club, the lowest note denomination we have is five quid it's too much to you, yeah. you, you you throw you throw like five of them and you spent 25 quid you know what though why i don't know why but fivers always look a bit dirty as well don't they if somebody threw a fiver at me i'll be a little bit insulted like if someone threw two fivers at me while i was shaking my thing yeah i'll be a little bit insulted if you threw a tenner though yeah we're cool do you know what I mean? Throw four, throw four fivers at me. I'm like, well, you don't really respect me. Throw a 20 at me. I like you. It's, I don't know why. I think they just, I think maybe it's because people used to just use them to do cocaine and they'd put yeah, t- disgusting notes. That to, been to be fair though, since they, since the notes all turn to the, the plastic notes that we have over here now, I think it's a little bit better. Yeah. Least. What, taking cocaine? You've enjoyed that? Yeah, yeah it's good. It's but, my, way uh, better. Way better. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't do drugs, um, but I'm sure if you did, 
or if I did, oh. doing it for a plastic note is probably actually better than a paper one. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you know, you if, if you're actually up. really breaking it down for a plastic note, you're probably you're probably losing less cocaine that's yeah. getting stuck to the note. So you know, for all the cocaine takers out there, it's probably great. Yeah, you get more sniff for your buck. Shout out to yeah. you. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, so, yeah, there you go. NFTs, Nick. Selling artwork digitally in a world where you can still obtain it for free. Let's see how it goes. We'll come back to this episode late, at a later date and maybe we'll be laughing at ourselves. Well, all right, here you go. Here's a good one to l- listen back to you. real quick before we wrap this up. What do you think about the future of NFTs then? What do you think might happen in the future? Well, I'll no tell you when someone, when someone buys this episode for $2.9 million in 10 years time and we're like, fucking hell, that was great. You know, I love these NFTs while I'm smoking a big fat Cuban cigar on my beach, my private beach in Barbados. <laughs> then it'd be great. <laughs> Wicked. And just in case you are a fart connoisseur and that's what you want to buy, we'll put some farts at the end of the episode as well for you. Mm-hmm. And if that or, pushes or- the value up, great. And if it doesn't, just don't listen to the end if you're not into that stuff. Just, or just get in touch and request some farts. We'll do a special episode of farts if you're going to buy the episode for hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm all up for that. In fact, I'll go the whole hog. <laughs> Fuck the farts. We'll just do like going for a shit. You know what I mean? You can imagine you you and I crying into cans of beans the night before the record. Oh, Nick, here's the seventh tin, bro. Listen, mate. This. You're like, think of the money, Marcus. Exactly. Shut up. <laughs> Shovel them beans in, you prick. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, let's wrap this episode, please, Nick. Yeah, of course. Uh, right, thank you for listening. Remember, every time we drop an episode of How to Kill an Hour, we drop a bonus one over at Patreon. You can check that out at patreon.com forward slash how to kill an hour. Uh, once you are signed up, you also get all our regular content early and more importantly, ad free. So this podcast uh, was created by Marcus Bronzy and Meenik Bright, produced by Billy Wright, sound designed by James Sloan and listened to by the legends that are you. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.